Hi, and welcome back to Actual Play, the podcast edition. This is episode four, part two with of The Shoeless Peasant with Judd Carlman and myself. Uh, whoa, the, there are elves in this uh, inn. And uh, yeah, the, um, Vina's last encounter with Fiona Cecile was uh, terrifying. Uh, let's, um, uh, I remember at the beginning of this episode, uh, uh, being very excited to see a dwarf and then being very terrified when I realized that there was a dwarf and an elf in the same space and not knowing how volatile that would be. Uh, so let's, let's see how it goes, uh, for, for Bina. And we are back. Hello all. Welcome back to Burning Wheel, Judd and Sean. Uh, Bina has just befriended a dwarf. Uh, befriend is maybe too strong a word. Bina has just met a dwarf named uh, Kirbika, uh, who seems to have a passing interest in her, and she definitely has an interest in him. Um, but what she did not do is notice the elf that snuck up behind him uh, the stairs. Um there's all sorts of foolish things that she would do if she did notice this. Um, but um, instead she goes back and finishes out the night, right? Like she finishes out the last of the work. Because that's kind of what she signed up for. Um, yeah, and I think... I think once the work is done, I would retire. Um, to the um, I think I think I would retire. I'm wondering if it's if there's like the opportunity to talk to um, kind of the madam of the house now that. Yeah. Now that like I have shown that I can do the work and that I kept people busy and then I actually pinched filled in um uh you know that I that I filled in and uh, and helped out. Yeah, she the the matron's thrilled with what with, with, with everything you did. And she says, "Thank you so much. I I I can't say enough." Um let me really concentrate on dinner and our, our, our special guests, and I appreciate it. I'm glad I could help. Um, we won't be here long, but it seems like tonight was a busy night. Um, it's, uh, almost as though, I don't, I, I, I don't know in our setting, like what, like a sign of good luck, you know, the stars are aligned or something like that, but right. I think it's like, you know, it, it seems fortuitous that, that, um, that I came now. Um, and then she kind of leans in. Do you often get dwarves traveling this far south? So she's about to answer you, and her husband comes up the stairs with a barrel. And so, like, it's in front of him, so he can't see that you're there. Mm. Um, he comes up from the basement, and he's like, this must be the first time that we've had an elf, elves and a dwarf under this roof <laughs> since my grandmother's days. And then he puts the barrel down and sees you and says, we'll fuck me. I say, um, I, no, no, I'm, 
No, no, that, that, you know what that, that stick above your hearth says, no? Hey, it was my grandmother's. It says elf friend. And they both look at you a little shocked and they like, you read Elvish? <laughs> I, I read that Elvish. Um, and, and I, and I, and I, yeah, it's important. Like she needs to know where this elf is, not because she thinks that it's going to go murder the store for the night, but she says, um, she says, uh, our families have something in common. And she, and I think, you know, I think she had like a rucksack that maybe got thrown in a corner, uh, but she's definitely been keeping an eye on it all night because it's a very important uh, thing to her. And then she she grabs it and pulls it out. Um, and she says, um, my daughter was marked the same. She, she sets the wheel down or she, she pulls, she pulls the, the wheel out to, to show them. Um, I, I know I'm a stranger to you, but I think I've given you a good turn. If you would do the same, please tell me where this elf is. I, I need to speak with them. They're in our private room. Could I request an audience with them? Could I, could I knock at their door without offending your guest hospitality? Would you trust me with your wheel? And just so folks at home know, the, the, his daughter um, has a toy wheel. His, her, husband is a, her husband back at home is a wheelwright. So yep. her toy is like a, a, literally like a wheel with like red and yellow ribbons coming from it. It's like a, a toy burning wheel. It's mm -hmm. like a toy holy symbol almost. Um, and the elves, when they saw her, for whatever reason that we can't really figure out, um, one of them put elf friend into the wheel and then gave it to the daughter. He says, do you mind me taking the wheel to the elves so that they understand? Because otherwise they might not. It's precious to me, but. Um, yeah, I think Brina has a real hard time with it. Um, but she under, but she gets the she gets the I mean that's what she was gonna do you know right um, promise me you'll return it of course and she I think I think it was like halfway out of the sack and she pulls it all the way out and hands it to him yep he comes back and says they'll see you and the wheel oh and he hands it back to you I'm sorry. It's fine. I mean, I could see them taking it or something like that, but right, right. Um, yeah. So they they're in like a little private dining room, and they've folded up the table in the middle that they probably ate on, and they're like, it looks like they're going to sleep there the night. And there's another fireplace in that room. It's mm, like like a separate fireplace. Yeah. And Judd, can I? Yeah. Can I ask? Can I ask a question? Mm -hmm. We've been on the road uh, 
for t- I think ten days at this point. Yeah. Um, may I retcon that my during practice time that Vina has been trying to sing on the road. <laughs> Is that a reasonable thing? It's still not going to get me enough singing attempts to like have it opened. But I realized like there's practice, there's practice time in Burning Wheel. That's like a thing you do. I'll let you do it if you make it a if you make it an instinct. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, sure. I have a belief about it right now, which is that I will learn to sing. Right, but like instinct yeah. is more like pre-programmed. Hey, I forgot to say I was going to do this. Exactly. I'm going to take I think it's I think it's the perfect one in place of every night inventory or provisions like that it's the every day on the road. Uh actually I'm going to take it instead of when a stranger arrives. I I I don't feel like that one is as strong. I don't think I'm standing behind boss as much. So yes. Okay. Um uh cool. every day on the road practice my Practice singing the soldier's lament. I'll just practice singing. Okay. She must know more songs than that. Within the fo- thank you very much. I know I know that's like a, a weird normally Burning Bell is not very supportive of retconning. You know, you don't but this reminded me, I was like, oh yeah, there's this rule. Practice. Right. Um, right. And I'll, I'll try and figure out what cool. that matters, what that makes, but I'm sure yeah. it's not it's gonna, gonna be enough. It's not going to be enough to give me seven sing or six more sing checks to unlock singing. No, no, no it's not. But yeah, they they let you in. They they were they were seated on the floor, looking at some maps, and then as you walk in, they fold them up and stand. Very like just like you know, it's it's I I, I try to. Uh, these elves are definitely more inhuman than like the elves in the Tolkien Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah. Um, there's just something like preternaturally still like they're predators and you're prey and they're going to pounce on you at any moment. I mean, that they're is still beautiful, but it's, it's a fell kind of beauty. Yeah. And that is Bina's entire experience with them thus far which is one elf who overwhelmed her with his beauty and his and his fierceness and um and yeah the idea of in fact the idea of walking into their room is terrifying to her uh she sort of said like i want to do it and then by the time she actually gets the door she's like what the hell am i thinking Um, right the last time i talked to an elf he took my eye right um, and I think they were they were sitting like cross-legged on the floor and then when you get up they get up and I don't think they don't use their hands to push themselves up they just kind of get up they just sort of stand yeah I mean it's not like they're it's not like they're floating but it's like our body mechanics are so perfect that we do not have to use our hands on the floor to stand up it's like right. this is what you would look like if you guys didn't fuck yourselves up doing whatever the fuck you humans do yeah, if you were just had perfect, perfect lives, and right. yeah, um, uh, I love it. Uh, it's a, it's a, uh, it's two elven rangers, um, one woman with uh, two black black braids going down the side of her head, and uh, a young elf man um, with like white blonde hair, and and black eyes. 
And the, the woman has like coppery skin. Um, I think Bina is expectedly amazed. Um, you know, this is the second and third elf she's ever seen, respectively. Right. Um, and she immediately is self-conscious of her feet. Like, oh, right. look, looks down and like rubs her, does the thing where she scratches the bottom of one foot on the top of the other to try and like rub any dirt, you know, that's accumulated from working the night. And like, it doesn't really work. It just, just <laughs> spreads it. Right. And, um, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. And she kind of looks down and it's not like she's demurring. She's just freaked out. Um, yeah. And I mean, although demurring is a, is a natural instinct as well. Um, and she says, um, thank you for seeing me. May I, may I enter? And she sort of waits at the threshold. Come in. How did you come? How did you come by your wheel? My meal, wheel was made by my husband. He's a cartwright in Karakagi. She kind of starts rambling on accidentally, like mm -hmm. um, he made it for my daughter. It was a present for her when she was young. She, uh, she uh, always loved playing in his shop and would always pester him. One time she almost got her, almost got cut horribly badly because she didn't realize she was behind him and one of his lathes missed her within she still has a scar on her cheek from when it uh, just barely grazed her um, after that he, he made her this wheel the the boy says something in elvish to her and she she puts her hand up and, and says something back to Simonson. i'm sorry i'm 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 rambling you probably wish to know how the wheel came to have your words inscribed in it. Yes. My daughter, I'm from Karakagi, which may not mean anything to you, but it's- Your husband is a carpenter? A wheelwright. Wood. Yes. And the, the boy starts speaking and like, you can tell he does not speak English often. And he says, so you were seeing the carving over the hearth and you copied it. No, no, this was made by, by an elf. It was a gift to my daughter. Can't you the, tell? Could, the, could, boy, the, the boy snorts like the boy is like he does not fucking believe you and yeah. the the woman puts her hand on his shoulder and uh yeah you know she gives him the the havodad legolas and like he goes and like sits like literally like practically goes and sits in the corner right right like like says, and she says i am sorry mundo is young um I have a, I have a daughter. I have a child as well. She is, when she wants a thing, there's no convincing her out of it. 
she she sometimes gets into horrible fits over the silliest things maybe her and mundo are related and i like dare to smile like i feel like she's cracking a joke his name means bull is that a favorable animal it depends on the chore do you know how many years does does your daughter have she's seven seven I, I need to make sure i'm hearing you right yes she's seven she's gonna learn to work soon she probably won't be a cartwright like like her father, but I think like like six years ago there was an eclipse. Let's say that really like blanketed the this part of the part of the the continent with uh with darkness for for a day, and mm. she says she she was born one year before the darkness. I suppose so. Mm-hmm. And she, she hands you the, the wheel back. She says, I have never known one so young to get this. What did she tell you about it? She told me that there were two groups of elves. And I don't mean this and disparaging to you or to Mundo or to any other elf, but she called some the good elves and some and one, the bad elf. Your daughter with seven winters knew that one of our elves was bad. She did. And she wasn't wrong. And, she, I, and I kind of rub the bandage over my eye. He, I met him myself. And he asked me to sing a song for him. And I did not sing it to his liking. I suppose I should be grateful he didn't cut out my tongue. I think he left it so that I could try again another day. But I suppose he didn't, he decided I didn't need both of my eyes. And I think she kind of like gets distracted by this for a moment and then realizes like, I need to talk about the important thing. And so she says, she said that the elves were visiting the old ruins of Karakage that fell during the last war. And they found her there playing as she always did. And the good elves, named her friend, which kept her safe. And Bina's feeling really, really guilty right now about taking this thing from her. Right. Um, well, I mean, you didn't, she, she planted it, but yeah. Oh yeah, it doesn't matter though. Like, right. um, and the bad elf said that he was the brother 
of the head of the host. Yeah, she she says his name in Elvish, and it it sounds bad. It sounds bad, but it sounds familiar, right? That's the name. Yeah. It means there's no word in your tongue. A time of night when there's no moon nor no stars. The darkest night's knife. A starless night, starless night's knife. I'm sorry, it has been a while since I've spoken English. So I'd say I've spoken your human tongue, rather. She like almost, like you could tell she, she nearly touches your face. She like reaches her hand to like, 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 then she realizes she's, she's overstepping and she pulls herself back. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Like the fact that she has elicited compassion out of these ethereal inhuman creatures is kind of flooring to Bina. So like, like the fact that she almost touched her seems really like probably unfortunately what happened is Bina flinches like when she right. gets close. Of course. Because the, that didn't go well last time. Uh, but nevertheless, it's really amazing that they did like, She's never known an elf to experience compassion, and this one seems to be. Um, and I think she just starts crying a little bit. She doesn't stop talking, but she just starts crying. Um, and says, he was going to kill my lord. Maybe so that he couldn't raise the alarm. Maybe because he was bored. but I feel that I need to tell everybody his sister, she's your leader. Your queen or, or Ethark. And she's been wronged something horribly. The crown prince, maybe he went and he went and met with the dwarves and didn't go well. Her consort met with the dwarves, and it... They took something from you? He did not return, and his star was taken. The dwarves say it was a gift. The Ethark has suspended... I don't... You're not when I was young, to... I wandered the human lands and I could speak the human tongue very well. And now I feel like I've lost everything. We are honorable because we want, because that is what was written in the song of created the, created the world and the stars. And the stars watch us to make sure that we are honorable. The Ethark has declared war and she has said that the stars will avert their gaze until war is over. So anything you do is okay. 
and you don't have to be honorable anymore. The stars are not watching. And I think when uh, someone walks into the room, like another, a third elf walks into the room um, and you just did not fucking hear him like at all. Right. And he comes back and he says something to her in Elvish and she says something disagreeing with him and, and, and out commanding him. And like he, he turns and like he turns to you and he sees the wheel in your hand and he sees Mundo in the corner and he realizes that things are complicated and he walks, he like walks to another part of the room and starts going through his gear. I am Ayag Doolin. What is your name? My name is Bina Janos. What does that mean, Bina Janos? It means... Brilliant child of Janos. Brilliant, like, glows brightly, not intelligent. Mm. Very nice. It doesn't really... I mean, it just means Bina to most people. The meaning of your name has been lost to your people? It's what my parents told me it meant. And I, I should double check this, but I don't know if Bina reads. Hold on a second. It doesn't matter even if she did. And I don't have any lore to confirm whether it's true or not. It's certainly what they meant. That is what is important. What does your name mean? It means Fell Nightingale. That sounds severe. I was a very willful youth, like Mundo, my cousin, and I took to wandering, and my, my mother was not happy. Hmm. We normally name our children when they're very young before they've had an opportunity to figure out who they are as human, as people. I sometimes think it would be smarter to wait. I like it. It has meaning for me. But I could see how some would not. Is Mundo your son? No, he is my cousin. Mm. Seems like maybe that runs in the family then. He's serving with the Rangers. He's doing better than I did. Don't tell him that though. So there's a 
dwarf here. I'm sure you know yes. he didn't hide his presence. No, I. He certainly did not. But he doesn't know you're here. He does now. He is fine. I don't believe he is with the army. I don't believe dwarves are cunning enough to put a dwarf here who would appear to not be in the army just to find us in case we stop by. Why are you here? And she knows that like, I don't think being in this moment knows that she's asking like a military secret. Yeah. Like, like she is, but she doesn't realize like the severity of it. So I don't think it comes off as like tricky, but also, yeah, she is asking something they probably shouldn't tell her, but it's, it's asked in an innocent way. The stars are not watching out for the safety of our people. So we must take extra precaution to make sure that they are safe. So the stars not only ensure that you follow your your laws, but they also protect you. Mm. This. And if all the stars went out forever and they never came back, she like like she hisses and like makes like some sort of like sign with her finger, like a warding sign. Like I set some sort of curse or something. Yeah, like like you just you said something real bad, meaningful. Yeah. yeah. She says, "Then we would know we lived in the end of time." That's what things look like for me right now. I know you're going to live a very long time but my daughter isn't even going to see her next winter if you go to war. And I think she leaves. Like, I, like there's not like I expect her, them to be like, well, that's cool. We'll just not go to war then. <laughs> right? Like she doesn't have a expectation of that doing anything necessarily. It's just, it's just what she thinks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think after she says that, she's like, I, I've stayed too long. Thank you for seeing me and telling me what you have. Do you think if the prince was returned safely and the star was returned with him, that this could all end? The stars could return? Maybe. Well, then that's something worth hoping for, worth trying for. How would you try this? So I think I think Bina was like ready to leave at that point, and she's like, yeah. you know, kind of putting puts the wheel back into a rucksack, and you know, just sort of doing those motions of like, oh, I'm going to leave now, and she's like talk to the dwarves and ask them to give it back. I mean, if the prince is, if it can be given back, then they should. No? 
Am I foolish to imagine that creatures as wise and as and as long-lived as the dwarves, from my perspective, would wish to go leave their homes and lose their kin over a object? You got it. Uh, it is more complicated than that. It is a good thing to hope. Please good tell luck, me please. the star is a physical thing. It's not like a star. She points up in the air. It is a physical thing, Dina Jenner. Well, then, and somebody can, and somebody can give it up. Or maybe it was a gift, and the prince can, the consort can say as much. Good luck. There's like a part of her that's like the same. Yeah, exactly. Because they're hella greedy. No, Bina doesn't know the extent of their greed. Um, there's a part of Bina that like wants to ask the same thing to the wizard. Like, okay, clearly you agree with me. Clearly you think that I'm on the right path here. Why don't you come with me? Right. And then she looks to the other ranger who was like, eh, this is complicated. And, and says, thank you. I hope you can look after your kin when when the stars do not. Um, and yeah, you walk out and like you close the door and then you hear them start arguing in Elvish. Nice. Um, and when you get up to your room, uh. Tiago is in it. And and Voss is like, why are you here? He said, I have to wait for your wife. Like you're you're hearing that. Yeah. And then as, like, I, as you're walking in. Um, so you're not just bringing towels. Please keep it down. These elves, they, they can hear everything. Uh, I come in and I say, um, so I come in, see this, I sort of heard it and I close the, I like, I, I, I look in and I and like, I think they can see, read in my eyes. Like, I think this is a intense, dangerous situation. Like my eyes are wide, partially. They're also red from crying during this conversation. She's not now, but she was during that conversation. And like, there isn't probably any way to bar the door, but she like, closes it sturdily, you know, like latches it and then, and then walks over and gets close to both of them, assuming that they're next to each other and says, we don't know each other, but is, is the dwarf Kirbika okay? He's fine. 
he wants to leave north to go see the dwarves now. He says, if you want, he wants to hire your cart. We accept. Thank, thanks, Andy. Yes, singular I, I forget. This, this is what we need, Voss. This is how we're going to, to, to get the audience of the dwarves. He has family in the hold. Very well. Is that Tiago saying that or is that hot boss? Yeah, he's Tiago says he, he'll he'll meet you out in the stables. Tonight? Now? He wants to go now. She looks at the bed like, oh my God, that was the best thing ever. I've been working <laughs> all day long. I've been sleeping on a freaking brand. I've been sleeping on the ground. You're like on a 15 hour day here. I've had like a 15 hour day. The thing I wanted so badly right now is just to sleep on a real bed and like, uh. We should go. Are you, can you, can, will the horse, is the horse and pony, are they able to, you know, I let you, I basically check in with Voss. Like, can, can yeah, Voss says, I was gone for so long because the pony was about to throw a shoe. So I, I had to go, I had to go rouse the blacksmith who's a drunk and get him up to reshoe it. Oh, we're, we're ready to go. Um, I think that kind of surprises Bina a little bit, like that, like he would, she would like be so like ready. Hmm. Um, not not that he was not not that he would be capable, but just that he'd be so like that she doesn't have to argue it with him. And it's just like she smiles. She's really really happy when he says that. Like really really happy that he like, says, Bina, let's be very clear. There's a war on. We have to be ready to go everywhere we stop. We can't settle in anywhere. I, I, oh, I, I know. I just thought you might think this is a bad idea. This is a terrible idea, but this is what we're doing. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Uh, t tell, tell, tell Kubica that we'll be we'll be right out. And she sort of dismisses Tiago. Yeah. He walks out. And when he walks out, I think Bina mirrors the same motion that um, Yagdalen did. And she reaches out and she touches uh, Boss's face. He looks surprised. He says, that's nice. I can be nice. You told them I was your husband. It was easier than explaining the situation. There's nothing easy about our situation. I didn't want my very first impression to be I'm trying. I know, I know, I know, I know. Do you want me to go set things right? No, I'm not. 
I was practically raised feral in a village not far from Karakage. And for a while I went bandit and did terrible things that I'm not proud of. And I became a hunter because it was a better way to make a living. And I could not live with the things I had to do on the other side of the road. I've avoided people for a long time, except on my own terms. Whoop. Shit. Are you there? Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm here. L listening in town, Lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw something just happened. Sorry. It, it, my big. I've avoided people on my, except on my own terms for a long time. And here you are, and you're all present and in my space, and I'm not used to it. I'm used to coming and visiting you, not you being everywhere. And it's nice, something nice about it. But it's, it would be complicated even if it weren't complicated. And it is. We should go. And I think he like turns away and like, yeah, starts getting uh, his back together. Like, I feel like Bina was going to say something like, like, like she opens her mouth, like she was going to respond. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, he's busy. And she also understands the urgency of it. And so like to her back, to his back, she kind of mouths like something. And what does she mouth? I'm trying to think of how I would say it in a few words. I think it's, I wouldn't mind getting used to that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. And yeah, and then and then kind of shakes her head and and grabs and starts packing up all her stuff. I mean, she's just packing, just grabs her stuff. She hasn't unpacked. Yeah. Like there's not, yeah. there's nothing. You never unpacked. There, yeah, I mean, she's literally been working since she arrived and has not even sat down. And she kind of like t touches the bed, like like just touches the corner of it, like right. Oh. <laughs> miss you and 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 gets gets up and and heads heads out cool yeah uh Kurbika is outside uh sitting in the cart smoking a pipe um Do you have your things loaded then? And you can see there's like his stuff and then like somebody in the inn's kitchen like just provisioned you guys like nuts. Like there's like a bunch of biscuits and, and bacon and, and it's like an amazing pack of food. Someone will notice that missing. I didn't steal it. I don't fucking steal. It's not what I meant. Ah. 
we don't let's just go please <laughs> if you think we're stealing we're, we're sneaking anything away from them you're you're silly those are fucking etharkal rangers they could hunt you across the earth and into hell we're not getting away from them if we're getting away it's because they like us or because one of them is deciding to be merciful or one of them is deciding that the stars might actually be watching or something but right now they're debating whether or not to kill everyone in the sin and burn it down to the fucking ground and probably the only thing stopping them is a fucking piece of wood that an old lady had that some elf carved into it because she was nice to him so let's get out of here before they just decide to overlook the piece of wood. And let's definitely get of... out of here before I realize that the tallest man in 300 miles is right over there and I'm not going to get to bet him because that's really the real tragedy here. Also the genocide, that's a tragedy too. At least one of them their leader, she doesn't want to murder everyone here. The fell nightingale? She doesn't want to murder everyone here. But you're right, she may be overruled. And we must not take she that She won't chance. be overruled. You really think she's not gonna do it? I don't think she wants to do it. I don't know if that means that she's not going to do it. Well, she's definitely in charge. Good. Let's get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bina does all the regular things that she would do yeah. to prepare the wagon, to prepare the cart, and hops on board. Uh, is there enough space? Is it, is it really cramped all, with him? And no, all no, it's good. I think it's pretty good. I think I, 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 space-wise, I picture it like Gandalf's cart. Okay. Um, but not as like covered, like just like, but that size. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I imagine we were, we were riding pretty bare on provisions before this. Right. So adding a lot of them, adding a lot of them um, uh, is, you know, welcome <laughs> in this, in this case. Um, okay. Great. Um, yeah. We, we, we head out. Uh, it's nighttime, right? Yeah. Yeah. He says, I can guide the pony if you want to. Uh, I can guide the mule if you want to get some sleep. I kind of looked at Voss like, are you cool with that? Because Voss nods. If the dwarven host is marching, it won't be subtle. We'll run into them in a few days. And they always have a trader from the Gilder there to keep track of the prince's debt. I don't know any I don't know anyone in the host, but I can get us in to see the trader. It'll either be my father or one of my brothers. who you haven't spoken to in five years. Thank we you. We live longer than you. Five years is like nothing. 
Yes, I haven't spoken to him in five years. Also, I'm not giving him any grandchildren. Also, I have the stink of human on me. Also, I'm bringing two humans into the camp, one of whom is the mother of an elf friend, if not an elf friend. So I have this think of human and elf. This should go great. I'll help you any way I can, but really, if you think there's something we can do, it's up to you. Um, I don't imagine there's anything like like precious about Voss's cart, right? Like, um, like, like it's not pristine in any way, right? It's just a functional cart. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, before she goes to bed, Bina pulls out a knife, like a weapon knife, just a knife knife. Mm-hmm. And she scratches a tally mark into like the, I'm like imagining like the, like the side of the cart as you first get in, when you first grabbed a handle in, there's yeah. like the, the railing of it. And she like scratches a tally mark into it. And, um, and she says, thanks for, thanks for driving. Thanks for driving. We're, we're tired, and it's a um, it's a mark to signify that I owe you one. And it's unclear whether or not she owes him for driving the cart or for taking him taking her to his family. Right. But like, it's meant in like in the same kind of you know it's 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 in the same idea as the tally of the t- tally marks of the of the drinks. Cool. Um, uh, and, and I think I think this is it, the first this is the first night that you guys are like it's not raining and you're out of cloud cover. Yeah. And as you come out from the cloud cover from the elvish rainstorm, there are no stars in the sky. Nice. Yeah. I think we're laying back in the cart looking up at the sky. And like wow. yeah, I think uh Kurbika like says something in Dwarvish, like some warding, like he cusses. Yeah, and that's when that's when I kind of nuzzle in to get close to to um Voss. Yeah. For warmth and human comfort. Yep. And uh, it's eleven. Do we want to end there? Yeah. Perfect. Cool. Cool, cool. That was a lot of fun. That was great. Awesome. I'm glad you liked it. Um, let's let's do the things that we do. Uh, pull this up. All right. Why do, I, why do we have to be adults? I'd like to play for another three hours. Like yeah, this. right? This is bullshit. <laughs> Thank you for staying up late. No, it's fine. This is, this is great. I really miss it. I haven't, I haven't gamed in a while, and I'm definitely missing it. Uh, I really, really enjoy the pacing of this game uh, in terms of we just have time to reflect on what people are thinking and feeling and not just kind of go action, action, action. And and there's a lot of, there's a lot of just moments of reflection and like a lot of questions about um, why we're doing what we're doing or yeah. And I like that we have the the chance to, to answer those. And it's not, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of shit that happens. Like you've danced on the edges of a couple of like dangerous situations. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not like what, like keeping away from violence or any of that. Like it's, it's in the air, but you've, you've managed to kind of like 
navigate through it um, in cool ways. So, probably. Well, thank you. Uh, I have not wanted to get involved in it. Vina's idea of uh, a winning in a violent situation is not getting into it. Yes. Um, which, you know, is generally Sean's as well. So, so it's not super hard to, 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 to play that part. Um, yeah. Um, cool. So awesome. I think you, I think you get a persona for, uh, for personal goals, right? Like you, you, you solved that, that belief. About yeah. Finding the dwarf. Yeah. Yeah. I will find someone who can leave me the dwarf leaders. Yes. Awesome. Persona. Um, thank you. The other belief I have is the Eldrath is unparalleled. I will learn to sing so that I do not earn it again. Uh, we did describe my belief, my instinct as practicing singing, but that didn't ever. Right. That's, that's more so that I can eventually get sing as a uh, as a skill as a skill that wasn't didn't actually ever come up in play. Like I okay. I thought it might when I talked to the elves, but I don't. Yeah. Right. Like they didn't they didn't ask for it. So thank goodness. Cool. Uh, instincts every day on the road practice singing. Um, did that Climb get doom? We didn't get you in a new village. Um, uh, I mean, I think that it wasn't a village, but I think I don't know uh, how, how. Like, I pretty much did come in and be like, "Hey, everybody, the elves are the elves are coming." Right. I told the innkeeper. I told yeah, Kirbika. Um, I definitely think it moved the story. It did. Yeah, I'll give you a fate for that. <laughs> cool. Uh, each night, inventory of provisions that did not. It's kind of funny because yeah. I was just thinking of that at the end of like, and here we go, but there's nothing to inventory because we haven't even put anything away. But yeah. it might be more germane as we have more stuff now. So Yeah, I think it's an important one. I think it's a really good one. I, I like it. It's really down to earth and it makes really down to earth concerns important. I like it. It kind of grounds things. Yeah. Um, I like it. Yeah, there's a lot about this that is fantastical. Yeah. And I feel like things like that Things like Bina's shoeless feet. Yeah. Um, they all just feel real. Yeah. All right. Traits. Ambitious. Oh, I'm shit. I'm going to argue that I think I should get a fate for being ambitious. Yeah. I went up to I'll... both the dwarf and an elf and said, hey, this is Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll totally give you that. Cool. Um, early riser. I mentioned it, but it didn't come up. Didn't come up. I didn't even let you get to sleep, so I apologize. Yeah, exactly. A little fat. Uh, didn't come up. Nope. Uh, claustrophobic didn't come up. One eye taken from by a spiteful elf. Um, that did come up. I think it came up. Yeah. Yeah. Think I think was... for that. All right. Uh, charming. We sort of described it, but it didn't complicate things or anything like right. that. Didn't have really. Right. Mind-numbing work. Mm, it kind of did. Like I worked for yeah. fifteen hours, right? Like yeah. it wasn't. Like that's just what I did. I just worked the thing. So yeah, cool. That, that sounds good to you. I'm gonna take a fate on that one. All right. So that's one, two, three, four fate and one persona. One more. I, as usual, have oodles of fate and not very many persona, but that's okay. This is not. This is not a high Arthur game. It's not a high anything game, honestly. Persona is just hard to, or sorry, fate is just hard to spend. You don't mm. get, if you don't get a six. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. And we aren't doing the other ones. Um, 
but uh, for folks in chat that care about things like this, uh, between um, between during the break, I, I confirmed that at uh, B3, you need either difficult or challenging, not both. So I raised my soothing platitudes up to B4. Yay. Awesome. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. That's, that's like your big skill. That's like your, that's, your, your, it's your my big, baller yeah. skill. I don't think I have anything higher than two. Everything else is a B2. Because um, that student budget started B3, which is my, which is my highest skill at the time. So that's cool. And I'm also going to figure out how long you need to practice singing to get a singing check, uh, to get right. a, a being learned check. So I'll, that in between sessions, I'm going to look that up. Uh, in fact, oh, I had this little thing called practice times. So I'll just add that in right now. Yep. Uh, singing. 10 days figure out what we'll figure out what that what that means cool all right how many light paths i start with corey i started with four i think but they yeah. were they were the the like they were not efficient life paths it was peasant lazy stay about captive of war servant um you know you you can you can be like a knight with four life paths, or right. you can be a regular old normie person and right. have these skills. Yeah, you, you were not aggressive in your life path choices. No, well, I was aggressively mundane. Yes. I mean, you can, yeah, it's a weird game. Like you can kind of play, yeah, you're right. You can play a knight, like a really capable soldier, or you can play a plumber. Like, yeah, just... right, right. Um, yeah, so, so it was Good, good times. Uh, I love this character sheet, by the way. Uh, we didn't use the character sheet for burning the character. We used uh, a, another tool that Judd has, uh, another tool that Judd turned me on to uh, for doing the burning. But the character sheet is great in in yeah. in, um, in roll twenty because it 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 just stores all the stuff. So I I have you know logs of all the stuff. But uh, excellent, excellent. Okay, um, I think we're gonna roll out. Yeah, um, Judd, where? Tell us about you and like think. May, tell us maybe about uh, important, exciting things happening in your life right now. Uh, games you might be publishing. Oh yeah. Um. So right, <laughs> right, Judd. Uh, you know, you you like money, don't you, Judd? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Um. So I I wrote a supplement for the role playing game Sorcerer called the Dictionary of Moon. And uh, it is a sword and sorcery meets uh, Mars, meets the Bible, uh, meets probably Call the Conqueror. Uh, and and uh, it's back in print. Uh, it wasn't in print for years and years. And I put up a pre-order at bigcartel.com. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's there. Uh, if you go to my blog, Githyanki Diaspora, um, it's on the it's on the right side. You'll you'll see it uh, right I above the link in chat. Cool, awesome, and yeah, the, my my book is there. So it's it's for sale, which is really nice. I haven't uh, I haven't it hasn't been available for years, and it was nice to kind of get it back up. Uh, it kind of was like there was never I feel like there was never a good time in the past five years to get it done, and now is not a good time either. But it was like there's never it just. Basically, my past five years have taught me that there's never a good time to do this. So let's do it right now. And just to give everyone uh, uh, a thought about how easy it is to purchase, I just bought a copy while Judd was describing it. <laughs>
Oh, nice. Um, that, that's and yeah, how quick it, and easy it was to use. It, yeah, card. it was nominated. It, uh, it won a, a, an indie RPG award for best supplement, and uh, it was it was laid out by Luke Crane, who who wrote Burning Wheel, and it has beautiful art by Jennifer Rogers, and uh, it it yeah won the. Uh, it was nominated for a couple of Ennies, which was really nice, and that I did not even come close to winning. Uh, and uh, still nice to get the nom. Still nice to get the nom. Totally nice. And and I, yeah, it was it was best writing and best uh, best book. So nice. it was nice. It was very very flattering. Those are good ones. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and also I I just started a thing. I think I just started a podcast. Uh, turns out um, there's this app called Anchor, and it just makes it super easy to put a podcast out. So uh, I put out a thing. I'll I'll uh, I'll send you a link, Sean, so you can post it. Sure. Um, you can put it in chat if you. Oh, can I put it in chat too? Yeah, yeah. You have. I think you have chat powers. If okay. you don't, I can give them to you. Okay. Um, and I'm just basically going to in this podcast. Uh, it's going to be short, 10, 15 minutes, and. Uh, I'm going to talk about play and I'm going to talk about links that I see around that I like uh, could, and I'm going to talk about books and, and, and media. Um, so it'll be three things definitely every, uh, every, every week, hopefully. And uh, it's called daydreaming about dragons. And that is what's going on. Nice. Um, that is, that is an awesome, yeah, well, and I'm just things. I'm just trying to keep it kind of short and 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 tight and uh, you know I gave myself a structure so I, I don't go crazy being like what do I talk about um, and uh, yeah it's fun it's fun to just like talk about something for a couple minutes and and you know have something to say again and, and be be looking for things to say uh, which I haven't done in a long time which is really cool that's so that's fun that's really exciting that's awesome. Yeah. And and um, and I've got a tweet that's blowing up. I've got like 180 likes on a tweet that never happens. Wow. Um, cool. Yeah, yeah. I I tweeted about putting together uh, a hack of D and D, and then like like being like, oh, I'll just throw together a couple of D and D house rules. I'll put them in a document. I'll just change a few things. I'll I'll put my favorite house rules. Um, maybe I'll change character generation. Oh fuck! I'm writing a game. And and. <laughs> And, uh, and yeah, oh, I'm, I'm, nice. I am, I'm writing it down. I don't, I, I, it started off in one of my green notebooks and it's making its way into a Google doc, which is farther than most of my ideas ever make it. And, uh, and there we are. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. That's, uh, that's really exciting. It's fun. And, and fantastic. That's fantastic. That's, that's excellent. Thank you. Um, what about you, Sean? What's up? Uh, I am Sean. I use he, him pronouns. Um, I've been doing a lot of uh, improv recently, uh, thanks to uh, Karen Twelves's uh, new book, Improv for Gamers, that just came out. Um, nice. Did uh, you use any of those tips tonight? Did I use any of those tips tonight? You know, it's funny. I was thinking about Bina's voice, and I did not engage in some of them. I was considering... Uh, when I said her name, Bina Janos, I like, I very was consciously not obtaining an accent, but I, I, I thought about uh, the pitch and the tenor of it, and I didn't like dive into one. So I gotta say, I don't know that I did. Uh, okay, but you were thinking about it. Like, it's, it's okay to like 
name a tool and then not use it. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, I, uh, yeah, you may have seen that tweet in passing. So, um, uh, uh, so yeah, I was uh, thinking about that for sure. And um, I did yesterday, I was in both a workshop and then on a stream at Andre Borgeris' channel. And so we did lots of improv, which was, which was a whole lot of fun. Uh, oh, lots of improv games, rather. Um, so that, that's been cool. And I'm, and I'm in the, the weird transitional point, uh, not weird, but the transitional point of a lot of games through Evil Hat that are like moving on to next stages. And that's where mm. Project Manager gets to like get my hands in there. So um, I, we just got a draft of one game that we haven't officially announced yet. Uh, that's going into editing. Um, it mm. might have to do with blades and, and groups of them um uh bands maybe even um Ooh. and then uh or the queen is uh we're just finishing up the art on that it's beautiful it's like the hot thing to come out of metatopia like everybody's talking about for the queen yeah because it's the hot thing i encountered it in march this year and now it is going to go to press which is very very fast for us and it's also just a fantastic wonderful game so um, yeah, I'm real, really excited about it. And we're just, and things are moving along like clockwork and I have box images and things like that. We're sending it to, uh, China to, to manufacture very soon. Awesome. Um, so that's super cool. We just got the last bits of art for shadow of the century, uh, mm. which is our 1980s, uh, down with the man, uh, extension of the spirit of the century universe. Um, and, uh, we did spirit of the century. I don't know, 10 years ago. And then we came up with Young Centurions, which was like the Centurions when they're young and now we're yeah. doing, uh, as, the, as the years wane on, as the century comes to a close, the, the Centurions power wanes and the shadows power rises. And so corpse have control of everything. And, and uh, it's these new wave heroes that are gonna come in and have to, have to take down the man. Uh, mm. So the art for it is just phenomenal. So lots, lots a few more even, but I don't wanna drag on. Um, lot, lots of real fun. Cool. Uh, things moving along that'll be coming out in 2019. So awesome. good to Yeah. So thanks everybody for hanging out with us in chat and giving us cool ideas. And uh, yeah, thank you everybody. Let us know when you like things. <laughs> That's fun. That feels real good. Um, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. I, Especially I, when Adam is fucking playing a game right on the Twitch stream. I was like, I, I, I'm, honored that you guys would watch us rather than watch adam i would i would rather watch adam than watch me so i i'm i disagree i but i but perhaps i'm perhaps i'm biased by being in the in in, in this game i'm joking i would only say that in the last five minutes of the stream <laughs> smart all right uh we'll do this again sometime this game always just happens whenever judd and i happen to be free yeah uh so uh, more stuff will be on actual play uh, in fact that's another thing i've been working on is getting more content here so hopefully mm. we'll make an announcement soon because we're gonna have another streamer uh with us shortly and uh and she'll be she'll be doing some uh some content of her own so uh should be more stuff on the channel so cool um thank you all and everybody have a great night good night good night
goodness, Eogdalen, the Thel Nightingale, and Mundo. Oh, Judd, you just, you kill me. This you, you, Your characters are so good and so compelling. Uh, Bina, Bina was just so scared when she met them. She just did not know what to expect. And um, did, did she make allies? Did she make enemies? You know, she really, she really didn't know. But uh, learning about the host uh, and uh, yeah, it was just, it, it, it was, it was, uh, it, it was so great to um, learn about them from, from Kravika, from Aogdalen. And, and get back on the road and, and, and start heading up uh, to see Kravika's family, which I'm very excited about that, that part too. So I uh, hope you enjoyed and we'll see you next time.